Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. Hey guys, today's quick glimpse at things you should know. We're going to talk about impeachment. Do you know what impeachment is? Do you know how it works? Do you know what it does? If not, hang around. Here at Things You Should Know podcast, our focus varies from commonly asked questions like, what are the top email apps for iPhone users? Or how much does it cost to go to Disney World anyway? to the trending topics of the day, such as are taxes going up or down? And who's Elon Musk? We shed light on things you probably have always wondered about, but you never got around to investigating them yourself. This podcast brings you the answers to your most commonly asked questions and makes you smarter just by listening. Information empowers, and the more information you have, the better decisions you can make and ultimately Your quality of life is based on the decisions you make. So thanks for joining the discussion and make sure that you subscribe today and not miss out on any future episodes of Things You Should Know. This is Kelly. I'm your host, and you reach things you should know. And today we're going to do a uh, quick, what I call a quick glimpse into um, a particular trending topic, and that is impeachment. Sometimes on the show we'll do deep dives and we'll get really deep into a particular subject matter. And then sometimes we'll just give you a briefing, if you will, uh, on a particular item, issue, definition, term. A trending topic and our trending topic today is impeachment. And assuming you didn't wake up from a eight year coma, you would realize why this topic is trending. Uh, Today is the inauguration day of President elect Joe Biden. And we're recording this today. And impeachment, of course, uh, is something that is taking place in our country. So I thought it'd be prevalent uh, to talk about what it is, because many people don't know what impeachment is, what it does, what it implies. Uh, Can someone be locked up, you know, et cetera, et cetera. There are a number of questions, and my goal is to answer as many of those as I can today. So let's get going. So let's start at the beginning. Great place to start. What is impeachment? What is impeachment? So 
I pulled information from a number of resources, uh, Wikipedia being one of those resources. And I'm going to kind of give you a rudimentary uh, term or definition, rather, and then I'll circle back uh, with some more common language so that we can be in agreement and understand what impeachment is. So impeachment, uh, let me just say this to begin with. Uh, People who live in the United States uh, tend to think that, you know, uh, the world revolves around us. Impeachment is a term uh, that is not exclusive to the United States. Uh, Anyone in any government in any country on the earth uh, can be impeached for the most part. So impeachment is a process by which a legislative body addresses legal charges against a government official, any government official. It doesn't just have to be the president. It can be any government official. So national delegations differ regarding the definition and the consequences of an impeachment. In many countries, for example, Latin America, impeachment refers to a definitive destitution. An official in these jurisdictions is therefore considered impeached when they've been removed from office. Now, conversely, as you know, in our country, that's not uh, how, how it goes. And other uh, judiciaries such as ours in the United States, impeachment refers to a previous step to putting them out of office, that of the authority of an indictment or something similar to an indictment. A U.S. president, for example, is impeached by the House of Representatives He or she can remain in power. Unfortunately, to this point, it's only been a he. He can remain in power uh, while the charges are pending. And the Senate uh, has responsibility, according to the Constitution, to address the impeachment from the House in trial. So the Senate does the trial. The House engages and um, institutes the impeachment. Now, because impeachment and conviction of officials involve the overturning of the normal constitutional procedures by which individuals achieve high office, that it means elections, ratifications or appointments, and because it generally requires a supermajority, they're usually reserved for those deemed to have committed serious offenses while in their office. In the United States, for example, impeachment at the federal level is limited to those who may have committed such crimes as are accused of committing such crimes as treason, bribery, or as the Constitution, our founders vaguely stated, high crimes and misdemeanors, certainly open to interpretation. Um, In the U.S., uh, Congress derives the authority from the Constitution. The term impeachment is commonly used uh, to mean removing someone from office, and it actually refers only to the filing of formal charges. I think uh, a lot of people don't understand that. When you hear impeachment, people normally go to Nixon. And if you're in the United States, impeachment, people normally go to Nixon and maybe to Clinton. And if you go to Nixon, you can be under the impression that Nixon was impeached and therefore he left office. And that's not true. Nixon was impeached, but Nixon resigned. The impeachment didn't force him out. The impeachment itself. He resigned. He resigned. So back to the story. If the House impeaches, the Senate then holds a trial on those charges to decide whether the officer, again, any legislative officer that's been elected to office can be impeached. So uh, it doesn't just have to be a president. 
it can be a president or any other federal official, the Senate holds the trial to determine if that person should be removed from office and are barred from holding office in the future. So impeachment conviction could mean that a person could not in the future run for and or hold office, which, of course, is what's taking place in the United States. And that is something that Republicans. Uh, well, I don't really know if Republicans are worried about it or not, because I don't know if they want Trump back. But this is certainly Trump, uh, uh, something that Trump is considering and worried about, uh, along with many other things. Now, what gives the House and the Senate this power? Well, Article 1 of the United States Constitution gives the House of Representatives the sole power of impeachment. The sole power. So that doesn't come from the Senate. The Senate has the sole power to try the impeachments, to try the impeachments of uh, the officers uh, in question. So I hope that gives you a clear understanding of what impeachment is and sort of how it works. Now, let's get into what constitutes an impeachable offense. As I said before, the founders uh, intentionally, perhaps, kept the term high crimes and misdemeanors vague because impeachment is meant to be a political act, not a legal one. Unlike a criminal law, there are no clear rules for evaluating when a president has stepped over the constitutional line. The founders rejected the term maladministration as grounds for impeachment, maladministration. Simply put, they didn't want a president tossed out of office by Congress because he was doing a terrible job. Uh, Mr. Hamilton Alexander said that impeachment offenses were those that involve abuse of public trust. Now, the term is generally understood to mean abuse of office. That's what most people understand. You're abusing your power as the president of the United States. Now, in the U.S., who's been impeached? Well, I've already talked about Nixon. Uh, the House Judiciary Committee approved three articles of impeachment against Nixon. This was done in 1974, and this is what they charged him with. Number one, obstruction of justice. Why? For impeding the investigation into the break-in in the DNC, the Democratic National Committee headquarters, in Watergate office building. Okay, that was one charge. The second, the abuse of power for trying to use the CIA, the FBI, and other agencies to cover up the break-in, the Watergate conspiracy. And then the third is the contempt of Congress, the contempt of Congress. This is for refusing to turn over material in response to congressional subpoenas. So that's what Nixon was charged with. Now, the second president that was impeached, uh, this was during my uh, lifetime. This is Bill Clinton. This was done in 1998. And he was charged with lying under oath to a grand jury about the nature of his relationship with two women, one Monica Lewinsky and the other Paula Jones. Uh, secondly, he was also uh, impeach for obstruction of justice. This is for encouraging Lewinsky and others to make false statements and conceal gifts that he had given to her. Now, um, the third is what's taking place today, the impeachment of uh, Donald Trump. This is for very serious, uh, what I consider very serious crimes against the state. Uh, they would include um 
insertion, uh, treason, and these sorts of things, uh, certainly abuse of power. But uh, we'll see how that plays out. The House has impeached as of today. Again, this is the swearing-in date for President-elect Joe Biden. So the Senate trial, which is the uh, final play, final um, you know, song in the play, uh, hasn't taken place yet. So we don't know how this is going to play out. Uh, quick question. Must the Senate hold a trial? Well, the Constitution says the Senate has the sole power to try all impeachments. And some scholars have suggested and argued that this means that the Senate is, that the Senate is empowered, but they're not required uh, to carry out this function. But Senate rules suggest that it is its duty and not an option. So if the House brings the impeachment, there's not been a time that the Senate has not held a trial. So uh, the Senate impeachment rule states this whensoever the Senate shall receive notice from the House of Representatives that managers are appointed on their part to conduct an impeachment against any person and are directed to carry articles of impeachment to the Senate. The secretary of the Senate shall immediately inform the House of Representatives that the Senate is ready to receive the managers for the purpose of exhibiting such articles of impeachment agreeably to such notice. Okay. Now, how does the Senate trial work? How does the Senate trial work? The Constitution lays out three requirements. Number one, the chief justice is the person who presides over the Senate trial as the president, the chief justice. Uh, Not the trial of any other official. Uh, The chief justice presides over the Senate trial of a president. Each senator must be sworn in, similar to how jurors are sworn in. They take an oath. Senators must be sworn in. And lastly, two thirds vote is required. This is your supermajority. Two thirds votes are required to convict on any article of impeachment. Okay. Now, one of the preliminaries uh, out of the way, the trial takes place. uh, Once the preliminaries are out of the way, the trial takes place under procedures similar to a regular courtroom. That is to say, the House managers make uh, an opening statement. uh, It's followed by a statement from the lawyers for the, the president. In this example, there's not a requirement for the president to appear. Uh, and he cannot be compelled to testify, testify against himself. After both sides uh, make their arguments, the Senate begins their deliberations. Traditionally, this is done in a closed setting. And then the last stage of this is the Senate votes separately on each article of impeachment. And this is done in an open session. Uh, what is the role of the chief justice? Well, we talked about that already. Chief justice, uh, not only uh, do they preside over the Senate as the president during this trial, but the Senate uh, has to adopt the rules of uh, evidence. So the role of the chief chief justice uh, is limited. The Senate has not adopted rules of evidence, but the rules give the chief justice the authority to decide on all evidentiary questions. He can also put the questions to the full Senate for a vote on admissibility. So that is to say, if there are questions or concerns or any um, unrest, if we're going by Robert's rules of order, uh, order, then it is up to the chief justice uh, to mitigate and to facilitate that while this trial is taking place. In other words, he acts just like a regular judge. 
And then lastly, a pressing question which has crossed the uh, social media waves uh, in the last you know months or so as we embark on a new administration. And this is, could the president pardon himself if, in fact, he is impeached? And the answer is no. The answer is no. The same constitutional provision that provides the president the power to grant reprieves and pardons for offenses against the United States adds this phrase, except in cases of impeachment. So I'll say that again. Can the president, if he's impeached, can he pardon himself? The answer is no. The same constitutional provision that gives the president the power to pardon, grant reprieves, things of this nature, has this language in it, except in cases of impeachment. So a president cannot um, pardon himself. So guys, that's impeachment, and that's our quick glimpse into what impeachment is, how it works, what it does. And I hope you've learned something today. Certainly, uh, going through this process, uh, it is important that we're all educated as we're watching this uh, unfold in front of us uh, so that we know and we're able to participate uh, from a educated standpoint. It's been my pleasure to have you here at Things You Should Know. Please subscribe if you're not done so already. And we'll see you again soon. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.